the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. It's such a blessing to be with you this morning. Uh, As we start our Sunday morning together, let's start in prayer. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you for, for, for allowing us, Lord, to be here at the station, to be here in your presence, to be here, Lord, with your people. I just pray, Holy Spirit, take over. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us. Lord, we need you. We need to be in your presence. We need to be at the foot of your throne, Lord. We need to seek you. Lord, let everyone tonight, Lord, have a desire, a burning in their heart, Lord, for, for, to experience you. And I pray that we would experience you in this next hour, that we would experience you through prayer, that we would experience you through your word, that we would experience you, Lord, as you are the God of creation. You are the God who, who can do all things, who does all things. Lord, you're the one who changes circumstances and changes situations in the twinkling of an eye, Lord. I, you, you do it all. And I just thank you and I praise you, Holy Spirit, again. I pray a blessing upon each and every listener tonight who's listening, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, listen, hey, it is great to be with you tonight. Uh, You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we are a live program. We're here in studio right now, so if you'd like to call in tonight with your prayer requests, you know, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, we're going to get before the Lord tonight and pray with you. We're going to pray for you, for all of your needs, whatever your need is. So I invite you to call in the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's somebody who's sick or in the hospital or somebody who's going through something in their marriage or in their relationship with their family, with their children, whatever it is, whatever it is, the Bible tells us to, in all things, to come to him in prayer. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, with a thankful heart, make your requests known unto God. In all things, whether it's big or small, Whatever's on your mind, whatever's troubling you, whatever's on your heart, whatever you need to bring before the Lord tonight, I encourage you, let's do it in prayer. That's where we need to be. We need to be in prayer. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 
995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, whatever's going on in your life or in the life of your loved ones, we want to pray for them. We want to pray for all the prodigal sons and daughters out there who have, who have, who have distanced themselves, who have, who have left the, 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 or, or turned, away from the, turned away from God. If you know somebody who's turned away from God, if you know somebody who's far away from the Lord tonight, let's pray for them. The Lord's putting them on your heart right now. You're thinking of them right now. So I encourage you to call it, and let's pray for those prodigal sons and daughters who have distanced themselves, who have, who's turned away from the Lord. The number is 888-995-5552. You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews that we have a great high priest. It says, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace in a time of need. So that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. What is your time of need? Are you in a time of need? Do you know somebody tonight who's in a time of need? I encourage you to call in tonight, and let's pray. Let's pray for those, because we can have confidence. We can have this confidence that Jesus knows your hurts. Jesus know. Jesus knows what you've been going through, what, how you've been uh, tempted, or how you've, what, what trial you've been through, how you've been suffering, because he's been through it all. And without sin, he lived the perfect life. So let's bring this. Let's bring your needs to the throne of grace. The number is 888-995-5552. Also, if you have a Bible question, if there's something on your mind tonight that you want to talk about and get the answer to, uh, you know, the Bible has the answer to your question. Whatever's going on tonight in your mind, in your heart, maybe you read something, maybe you heard something, Maybe there's a topic that's interesting to you that you want to get more information on. Uh, maybe it's on doctrine or theology or the world religion or the cults, the occult. Maybe uh, somebody came to your door like a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon and posed some, some questions to you that you didn't have the answer for. Well, I invite you to call in tonight and let's talk about it. Let's talk about the questions that's on your heart. Maybe you read something in the Bible. And it's, and it's troubling you. Whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question's on your heart, call in the numbers 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on their calls. If you have a prayer request, a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind, if you have a praise report, there's something you want to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. So call in tonight, the number is 888 888- Nine nine five fifty five fifty two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're going to pray for some people that uh, that have asked for prayer. Uh, we want to pray for Eric Midlow in Houston, who's going to be going into the hospital uh, on Monday. We also want to pray for Mimi and her needs that the Lord would provide. We want to pray for Jeremiah and his mom and Fernando. Tony for healing for diabetes, and I want to pray for Lonnie and Nancy. Well, God, we just come before you with these needs, Lord. We come before you 
the children, your children, who have asked for prayer, who said, please pray for me. We're praying for Eric, Lord, and for Jeremiah, and for Mimi, and for Tony. We're just lifting them up to you, Lord. I think of, of Frankie Longos, and I pray for healing, Lord. I think of many, and I'm asking for healing. We're asking, Lord, that you would heal from cancer, from diabetes, from kidney disease. Whatever's going on, Lord, you know, and you have the ability, you have the power, you have the strength to heal, Lord. So I pray for an abundant healing. I pray for an instant healing. I pray for miraculous healings, Lord, for these and all those who are desiring healing tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you need prayer, or you know somebody who needs prayer, let's pray for them. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. A prayer and worship is an intricate part of our life. It is, it's at the heart of, of, your, of our Christian walk. And every Friday night, we get together for prayer and worship. And I encourage you to join us. We have been having a really incredible time in worship. And I just pray, I, I, I would invite you to come and join us for worship every Friday night at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. is when we get together for worship and for prayer uh, in Arcadia. So if you're in the area, and if you're not in the area, just take a drive. Come on out and, and worship with us. Friday nights at 8 p.m. The address is 805 North First Avenue. That's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Just get on get on the 210 freeway and come out to, to the Arcadia, Pasadena area. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. You go north for one block. We're right off the freeway. Go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. One more block. Make another right on First. And you'll see us on the corner of Forest and First Avenue at 805 North First Avenue. Come on out. Pray with us. Let's get together and worship together. Let's study the Word of God. We're, we've been doing a, a study in Genesis. And uh, last night we were in Genesis, the 8th chapter. So next week we'll be in the ninth chapter of Genesis. So, so read through Genesis 9 and then come out and, 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 and worship and pray. And let's study God's Word. And let's, let's enjoy the Lord. Last night was, we, we, we really, really enjoyed being in the presence of God. I felt like we were right there at His throne, worshiping at His feet. So come on out. You know, that's what's missing, I think, in a lot of churches today. That's what's missing in this country today is true worship of Jesus Christ. We want to worship. We want to seek the Lord. We want to be in his presence. So come on out and visit with us. Come on out and worship with us. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, 8 p.m. Friday nights. Uh, It's a week away, but make a note on your calendar uh, have an alarm on your smartphone. Do something and remind yourself to come out and worship with us on Friday nights at 8 p.m. at 805 North 1st Avenue. Uh, Sunday mornings, we're at the Hills Church worshiping with Pastor Walter Hoffman. He's a pastor there. The same address. So if you're looking for a church somewhere to be Sunday mornings at eight at 10 o'clock, we invite you to the Hills Church to come out and worship. Uh, also, we want to remind you that this is a listener-supported Broadcast. So if you would pray this week, pray this week and ask the Lord if you would have him, if he would have you help us stay here at KKLA and be on the radio every Saturday night, Sunday morning. So if the Lord prompts you as you're, as you're led, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and you can send it into P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917. 
Pasadena, California, 91109. If you didn't get the address, don't worry. We'll give it to you again before we go off the air. So get a paper and pencil ready. So we've got some more announcements, but we're going to get to the phone lines in just a second. Again, if you'd like to call in for prayer, if you'd like to call in and ask a question about the Bible, if there's a topic of theology or doctrine that you want clarification on, if there's something that's on your mind tonight, I invite you to call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a praise report and you want to share it with us, what the Lord's been doing in your life this week, this month, how the Lord's helped you, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you have a Bible question, the number is 888-995-5552. Well, let's go to our first call, and we're going to talk to Jesse. Hi, Jesse. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Hi. How come... Je- you there? Are you there, Jesse? Yes. Okay. Yes. How, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing very good. Just came out of work right now. Praise the Lord. Thank you. So, um, so my question for tonight was going to be, um, what would you tell someone after uh, using drugs? And I was using drugs a lot of times when I was a kid, from 13 to about mm-hmm. 20. Right. And so now I'm recovering, but. Um, I guess I still have, like, a lot. I develop, like, some mental health issues from it, just, like, a lot of mental trauma from it, I guess. And what kind, uh, what, what, would you, what kind of drugs did you do, Jesse? Um, a lot of weed and okay. uh, something called synthetic weed. It's, uh, it has a lot of chemicals in it, and it just uh, messed up a lot of, like, the way I think. Mm-hmm. And I had to take medication for it, so now mm. that I'm trying to get off the medication little by little, Right. Um, it's been kind of really hard. So I tried to, but I felt like I had a stressful week and I like, kind of had to like get back. And so now I'm just kind of juggling over whether I should stay on the medication and right. kind of like I'm just very like, I think I might be overthinking it. And I just don't know if I should just like if I don't know how what I should do. Right. From, like, and how long have you been you know, sober now? Um, I've been sober for about. Uh, I want to stay four to five months now. Well, and, um, I just want to commit. First of all, actually, because I want to commend you and congratulate you and reaffirm you for being sober for four or five months. That's awesome, and that's great because the Bible tells us that we are to be sober-minded. The Bible tells us that we're not to 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 open our minds to outside influences. And that's what drugs are. That's what all kinds of these are mind-altering substances. Uh, you know, they, they they change the way you think. Uh, they they open your mind up to demonic influences, Jesse. And that's why God mm-hmm. tells us not to do that, not to open our minds up, not to open ourselves up to mind-altering substances, because there's going to be influences from the enemy, the influences from the dark, you know, from from darkness. You know, the Bible tells us we don't we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but there are powers and principalities that are at work in this world. There are dark there's darkness in this world. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to use a Star Wars uh, analogy, but it's the dark side. There's the dark side to this world. There's there's darkness and there is evil, and there are powers and principalities that are at work, and they want to influence you. You know, they influence enough people just by uh, uh, suggestion, 
But when you open your mind up to drugs, you give them power over yourself, and, and they're, they're able to, to influence you in a much stronger way. And that's why the Lord tells us to stay away from, from strong drink, to stay away from, from, from sorcery, which is the use of drugs. You see what I mean, Jesse? That's yes. that. That's why God tells us to stay away from this stuff. Uh, and I commend you for for seeking help. Now, when you say you're on medication uh, to help you stay off of the drugs, is that what it is? What What are you taking medication for? For for the problem for the um, mind altering effects that it had on you? Well, I guess I think Jesse, we, we got disconnected from Jesse here. Uh, well, anyway, I, I, I would, I, you know, Jesse is asking, how would you deal with somebody on drugs? And the first thing we do is we pray. We seek a higher power. We seek the power of God. You know, there are powers and principalities at work in this world, but there is a higher power, a greater power. And when you submit yourself to that power, he is able to, to, to do all things. He is able to strengthen and, and, and empower you. He's able to, to help we just read the, the scripture in Hebrews that we come to his throne of grace and we find uh, a very present help in times of need. So prayer is the first thing, Jesse. We pray and we seek the Lord. We seek him in his word. We seek him in prayer. We seek him in church. You need to be in church. That's another thing. You, you, to, to, to be in church, to be among other believers, to be in a place of worship, to be in a place of sacrifice where you're in the presence of God. So those are the spiritual things that we do. We pray. We're with other believers. We're seeking the Lord. The Holy Spirit's influencing your life. But then we reach out for help from others. Get into a men's group. Get into uh, 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 an, an anti-drug group. You know, a twelve-step program. Be active in your sobriety. Be active in what you're doing to stay sober. Your desire is to stay sober. Your desire is to stay off of drugs. And I commend you for that. But you can you can utilize what's available. There are tools and helps to help you stay off of drugs and stay sober. So I would encourage you, get with your pastor. Get with a counselor. Get with a Christian counselor. Make sure your doctor is, is, is somebody who's a believer and is prescribing you the right type of medication. So there's a lot of things you can do, Jesse, and I would encourage you to be active in what you're doing, to get part of a, a group of, of accountability where you can lean on people, other men, where you can make a phone call if you're tempted or would, if you're going through something and have somebody to pray with, a sponsor, a mentor. It's important. It really is. So I encourage you, please call us back <clears throat> if you have any more questions. Or if we can do anything else, I would love to pray with you. So please, Jesse, call back. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. For Jesse or anybody else who wants to call in tonight, who wants to pray about about being free from drugs and sober from drugs or, or, or alcohol or gambling or any other addiction, I encourage you, let's get to the Lord who can break those chains of bondage, who can break those chains of addiction. He is able and willing in his desires to free you. As he freed you from sin, as he forgave you from sin, he wants to free you from addiction, from anything that's going on in your life that you need prayer for. Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 
800-585-5552 for your prayer requests, your Bible questions, praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight. Let's go right to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Happy Sunday. Doing Happy good. Lord. How are you doing? How can we pray for I'm you tonight, that. Jeremiah? Yeah, happy Lord's Day. Uh, yeah, uh, I was gonna ask. A, I was gonna ask a question real quick. Like, let me ask you a question. Like, if you don't, I know it says yeah. If you don't tie it, it brings a curse. But like, let me ask you: Will God judge you if you don't tie? Like, if when you meet Him? Well, here's the thing: God calls us to tithe. Now, in the Old Testament, they paid tithes. Okay, and. The Bible says in and let's 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 in Malachi. In Malachi, it says uh, that they that they robbed God with their by not paying their tithes, by not giving their tithes. Uh, let's see if I could get to it quickly. Pressing a button here and it's not working. Uh, Malachi, let's see. Okay, uh, you know where you know um, it says where have you robbed God? You have robbed God in tithes and offerings. It says. Uh, let's see, uh, it says, will a man rob God, yet you are robbing me? You say, how have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour out you pour out a blessing until it overflows. So the thing is, God gave an order to bring the tithes into the storehouse, to give 10%, okay? And they were disobeying God. And God is saying, don't think that, you know, don't think that I don't see what you're doing. You're, you're robbing me. You're keeping back the tithes. But I want to bless you. I want to bless you. I don't want to curse you. I want to bless you. If you bring the tithes, test me in this and, and bring the tithes and see if I won't bless you for it. So it's a blessing to bring tithes to God's church. It's a blessing to 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 contribute to the work of of of, of the Holy Spirit. So I don't want to discourage. I, I don't want to. I don't want to put a, a burden on people and say you're cursed if you don't tithe. I don't believe that God curses you if you don't tithe, but I believe the curse is you don't receive a blessing. The blessing is there. There's a blessing in tithing. There's a blessing. In giving to the church, there's a blessing in giving to the Lord. There's a blessing in giving so that the the work of God will go on. There's a blessing there, and you're 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 not going to receive the blessing unless you do something, unless you tithe, unless you give unto that work. And that's the curse by 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 not receiving the blessing, by not making yourself available to God to bless you. That's a curse because God wants to bless you to the overflow. It says, "Test me now." In this, test me, it says, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. So I would encourage everybody, anybody, to test the Lord. Test the Lord by giving. Give unto God, because you can't outgive God. All that we have is from the Lord. It says the, the cattle on a thousand hills is his. All the gold and silver is his. All the blessings that we have is from him. So he's yes. not he's not asking you to give 90% and keep 10. He's not asking you to give 50% to give him half. He's asking you to give him one part, a tenth. Okay, Jeremiah? Okay, and then uh one more thing and then said, "Okay, could you pray for me for cuz I want to I want to have a family, you know what I mean?" 
Father, I just pray for Jeremiah, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life, that you would do abundantly beyond what we ask for him, Lord, that you would lead him and guide him and that you would fulfill his life, Lord. Father, that according to your will, Lord, you you would plan his, his life out, Lord, and provide for him all that he needs, all that he desires, Lord. I pray according to your will, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you would give him a family, that you would give him a home, and that you would just give him all that's in your will and your desire for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Send the Holy Spirit. Amen. And all then right. one more thing. Uh, I don't know if you got my another text. So, could you pray for this? Uh, no, my uh, cousin's Woody. She's in the hospital. Her name is Samantha. God knows what's wrong with her. Amen. And just keep Tammy and Bobby in prayer. Okay, we'll pray for them definitely. God bless you, Jeremiah. Thank you. God bless you. Happy Lord's Day. Happy Thank Lord's you very Day. much. Well, we pray for Tammy and, and Samantha, Lord. We just pray and ask your blessing upon them, Lord. Like Jeremiah said, Lord, you know what's going on in their life. You know what they need. So we just pray according to your will that you'd heal them, that you'd bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go back to the phone line. I think Jesse's back. So we're going to get back together with Jesse. Hey, Jesse. How you doing there? Hello. Hey, did you? I'm doing good. That's good. Did you, did you, were you listening? Did you get what I was telling you yeah. about? Being with, with, with in church and being uh, around people that will encourage you and, and making sure that you're in a men's group. You know, you need a mentor, you need a sponsor, you need somebody that you can be accountable to, somebody you can call when you're being tempted or, or you know, when you need help. That's really I important. Just, I just have, I guess, one last question. And to be honest, sobriety-wise, I really have no temptations, and I okay. get the thought, but it's never strong enough for me to go back. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I do have a question is um, I've had my life fall get built up and fall apart many times, uh-huh. and it's very frustrating and devastating, and my whole life I've had my fair shares of rock bottoms, and mm-hmm. even at my lowest, I've always believed in God and prayed and tried my best to go to church. Right, And I just feel that at this point in time, like I've had a really rough couple weeks trying to find out what's the right medication. A lot of, you know, feeling nasty, not being able to think good or feel like myself. And I've just kind of felt um, at this time that I felt what I what I need. And all I really need at this point is I just really want to start going back to church. And right. I just really hope that this is the last time where I have to rebuild everything. And I right. just wish that I could move forward on from this point on and just continue to my goals of staying in school, building my career, working and worshiping the Lord. And that's just really all I really want. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's a great desire. I mean, you're, it sounds like you're, you're on the right road. You know, the Lord is working in your life, but you're talking about life, you know, ups and downs, you know, uh, successes and failures, uh, stresses and, 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 and joy. I mean, this is life, uh, Jesse, we're yeah. always going to be going up and down. We're always going to have peaks and valleys. You know, there's different seasons in our life. There are seasons of, of harvest and there are seasons of, of, of planting seeds and there are seeds of famine. There are such seasons of famine. So we need to, 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 to just depend on God for all of it. He's in charge of our life in every situation, in every circumstance. And I just want to uh, thank God for for your sobriety and thank God for your desire to, to be in church and to work. Are you, are you part of a church right now, Jesse? I'm not. I was, I was attending a church that my friend recommended and uh-huh. I, I just, I was slightly just what, lost what, touch and I haven't what, been. What area do you live in? Well, what, what part of LA do you live in? Where are you? I live in uh, Whittier, California. 
in Whittier, okay? Uh, well, there are, there, are, there are lots of great churches. <clears throat> One church I could, I could recommend, it's a, little, it's a little bit of a drive up to 605 from you if you're in Whittier, is uh, Christ's Church of the Valley. Jeff Vines is up in San Dimas. Uh, that's okay. a, Jeff Vines, uh, Christ Church of the Valley is a great church to be in. Uh, it's probably about 20 minutes from you up to, up to 605 freeway, uh, at San Dimas. So you'd have to get on the two ten, of course, the 210 to get out to San Dimas. But, uh, there's lots of great churches around. Uh, you know, there's great, uh, pastors that are, that are and, 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 and counselors that are willing to, 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 to help you. So I would, I would pray and seek the Lord and ask God where he would plant you, what church you would have you be a part of, and, you know, get into a, a, a group of, of, of men who, who, uh, who can support you. So let's just pray and, right. Go ahead. And one last thing. I just feel like after all the, the bad that's happened in my life, I feel like I'm not worthy of like receiving a blessing because of like all the bad that I've done. I feel like I should just keep working hard and like maybe then God like will like maybe give me what I not what I what I desire. I just feel like sometimes I'm not worthy of it. Yeah, uh, you know that, that's something that that every Christian goes through because it's, the enemy wants to make you think you're not worthy. Well, none of us are worthy. That's that's what grace is all about. You know, Jesus. You know, the Bible says that that for God so loved the world, and you could put your name right there, Jesse. For God so loved Jesse that He gave His only begotten Son, so that who when Jesse believes on Him, He would not perish but have eternal life. You know, we'll never be worthy of grace. That's why grace is called grace. It's it's God's unmerited favor. We don't do anything to deserve. His love and His mercy. He just loves us. And let me tell you something, Jesse. There's nothing you could ever do to make God love you less. And there's nothing you can ever do to make God love you more. It's not about what you do. Wow. It's about what He has done for you. He sent His Son to die on the cross to free you from your sins, to free you from your addictions, to open the road for you to come to him in that in that Amen. perfect grace, in that perfect mercy. You know, God doesn't judge you according to, to by what you do. God judges you according to who you know. And you know Jesus. If you know Jesus, it says in the Bible, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. So it's about who you know, not what you do. Now, does that does that minimize uh, sin? No, it doesn't minimize sin because grace gives us the power to defeat sin. You know, grace isn't a license to do whatever we want. Grace is the power to do according to God's will. So that's what it's all yeah. about. That's what it's all about. Don't let those that's negative right. self-thoughts <clears throat> or those negative uh, things come in your mind about you, Jesse, because you are wonderfully and fearfully created god loves you and he's called you to be his son he's called you to be his child he's called you to be in his family so father i just pray for jesse right now lord that you would lead him and guide him lord that you would keep him sober and father that you would heal him lord from these other uh, uh, uh medications lord that he would be able to get off them lord uh, uh, according to your will according to your timing father i pray that you would just lead bring people into his life <clears throat> 
to help him and to mentor him and to counsel him and, Lord, to direct him with these medications, Father, uh, a doctor or somebody, Lord, who you have appointed, who you have ordained to help Jesse. I just pray, Lord, an abundant blessing upon him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. I thank you for Jesse, and I pray, Lord, that you would direct him, Lord, guide him into the church that you want him to be, the house of worship, where he'd be able to freely and, 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 and worship you, and just, Lord, that he would be before you in, at your throne of grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my brother. Amen. Thanks for thank calling so back. For tonight. God bless you. Thank you for the talk. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Eddie. Okay, I'm going to put Eddie on hold. <coughs> Daniel, would you put Eddie on hold? I, my hold button's not working. And we'll try and get Eddie back, but let's go back to the phone line and talk to David. Hey, David, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. How are you doing? I've, I've been better before. Well... You can be better again. We know the Lord. We know the Lord's. In, he hears our prayers and He knows our needs. How can we pray for you, David? Well, I've been backslidden for eight years, eight and a half years. I had a traumatic brain injury eight and a half years ago, and it ruined my life. And I started using drugs after my wife left me, and I just, I, I just don't believe in myself anymore. I, I, I lost myself with, with my injury. And I, I just need help, but I don't know where to get it. Well, you come to the right place because we're going to take you to the to the throne of grace and to the foot of the cross. Father, I just pray, Lord, right now for David. Lord, he says he doesn't believe in himself, but you've never stopped believing in him, Lord. You believed in him so much that you sent Jesus to save him. You sent Jesus to die on a cross for him, to save him from his sins, to save him from the, this, this traumatic uh, uh, injury, to save him, Lord, from drug abuse. You saved him, Lord, and you redeemed him, Lord, because you loved him and you believe in him, Lord. Lord, I thank you and I praise you for David calling in tonight because we're, we're here at your grace, the throne of grace, where we receive, Lord, your mercy. We receive, Lord, your love. We receive, Lord, your forgiveness. We receive your strength and your power. And I just pray the Holy Spirit would come upon David right now, Lord, and fill him with your power. Fill him with your love. Fill him, Lord, with the knowledge of who you are and the knowledge of who he is. He is a redeemed child of God. And, Lord, you call him friend because he, 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 he relies and trusts in you for his salvation. Lord, I pray, Father, for David right now that you would fill him and that you would guide him, that you would lead him, Lord, that you would just do an abundant work in his life, Father. I pray that you would just bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I, I went to school to be a preacher when I was 23, mm -hmm. but that didn't turn out. Well, David, you said you've been backslidden for eight years. You know, what, yeah. Why do you say you've been backslidden? Have you been, what have you been well, I went. Uh, I started using drugs, and I just I became cold. Yeah. I, I almost had myself convinced. What kind of What right. kind of drugs are you using, David? What, what, what? Meth. You're using meth. Well, that's pretty. You know, that's pretty serious, David. That's a, a very I, that's I, I, very I, I, addictive, and it's very life controlling. But you can have the power over meth through the power of the Holy Spirit and through the power of of the tools that God has provided for you on this earth. There are people, 
who are willing to help you. But you have to be willing to seek out that help, David. Uh, you know, there's 12-step groups. There are counseling groups. There's rehab. There's so many different ways that you can that you can conquer this through the help of other people. You know, we come to the Lord in prayer. We come to his, his throne of grace. We come to the foot of the cross because there's power in the Holy Spirit. But it's, it's prayer and others. Prayer and help. God has provided brothers in the Lord that will help you, that will stand by you, that will mentor you, and, and, just, and just, 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 just be in this with you. So I would encourage you, you know, get into a church where there's help. Get into a church where there's other uh, uh, people, other uh, Christians who will stand beside you in prayer and, and, and just stand beside you in this walk of sobriety. You know, yeah, I know. I need, I need, I need deliverance. Where, but... where do you live, uh, David? What, what area? Uh, you... I've been staying in um, Westminster. Westminster. <clears throat> well, there's uh, Harvest OC, uh, Harvest Church. That's Greg Laurie's church, which is uh, okay. is, is down uh, in your area. Uh, there's the uh, there's several different churches. There's the Mariner Church. They have a great program uh, down in Irvine. So I would I would seek out the Lord and ask ask him in prayer where he would plant you. But you need to be part of a church. You need to be part of a a, a, a group of, of of others who 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 worship the Lord every every week to be a part of a worship service and be plug yourself into a men's group, a twelve step program. Get off these drugs, uh, uh, David, through the power of God and through the help of other Christians. Okay. I'm going to go to a detox. I made my mind up. Well, I, I would encourage you to do that, and then I'd like I'd love to hear back from you. You know, after you get into a group. The crazy part about it, I don't listen to the radio, and I just accidentally turned it on in my truck. I'm at work right now. Actually, I'm in the drive-through at Taco Bell. Uh. Let me give them my money. I, I I just don't listen to the radio, and I just happened to turn it on. Right. It was God. Well, this is a divine appointment. You, you know, this is, is. A, this is a divine appointment, and I encourage you, take the next step. You took the first, now take the next, and there's going to be another one after that and another one after that. You have to be willing to humbly submit your life to Jesus Christ, and he will do it. it right there, humbly. I need to humble myself. Yep, there you go. Um, God didn't spare my life, that traumatic brain injury, to wind up like this. I mean, no, he hasn't. He has a. He has definitely has a plan and a purpose for you, David. And his plan and purpose for you is to give him honor and glory, and just to bring praise to his name through what he does for you in your life. Okay, David. I knew he. I, he had his hand on me since when I came out of the coma eight and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. The first thought in my mind and my heart was a scripture I heard when I was a kid. I knew you before you were formed in the womb. I set you apart. Amen. Amen. That's Jeremiah. There you go. And there's another scripture, <coughs> excuse me, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says he knows he knows his plans for you, plans to give you hope in the future, plans for your welfare, and not to do you harm. So I encourage you, man, get with believe, the plan. I'm gonna, stand, I'm gonna stand on his. I'm gonna stand on his word. Amen. Okay. He's gonna see me through this. Well, God bless you, David. I'd love to hear back from you. you. Let me know how you're doing. Thank okay. You so much. God bless. Bye. Okay, uh, let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to, let's see, let's talk to Daniel. Hi, Daniel, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help? Hi. Hi. What's going um, on, Daniel? How can we pray for you? You're, you're God. What's that? 
your God. Who's God? You. <laughs> no, Daniel. I think you're. Uh, I think you're mistaken. Uh, I am not God. You are not God. Human being. What's that? I'm Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I think Daniel. I think you definitely need prayer. So we're going to pray for you, Father. I just pray for Daniel right now, Lord, that you would just minister to him, Lord, and that you would reveal yourself, your true self to him, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Alan. Hi, Alan. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Yeah, I mean, I just was uh, wondering. I uh, heard Jesse call in, and he was talking about he lived in Whittier and needed uh-huh. to get to a church. Okay. And we have a we have a really good church in Whittier. It's right on the corner of Washington and Norwalk, and it's pastored by uh, Pastor uh, Alex Montoya, uh-huh. very good pastor. And uh, I was also explaining that on Wednesday nights, well, we have Sunday services. We have Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings, and uh-huh. we also have on Wednesdays uh, a group meets together called the Lion Tamers. And they uh, get together and they uh, have uh, recovering addicts, recovering alcoholics, and uh, pornography or whatever they might have a problem with. And they meet together on Wednesday nights and they discuss that amongst themselves and they try to help each other out. And I think that might be something that if Jesse was wanting to try out, I think he might find it to be uh, very helpful. And what's the name of the church again, Alan? The name of the church is First Fundamental Bible Church. First Fundamental Bible Church. And it's right on the corner of Washington and uh, Norwalk, and well, the address is 11,000 Washington Boulevard. 11,000 Washington Boulevard. Well, if Jesse's yes, still listening. First service, is at, first service is at 9, uh-huh. and the second service is at 10.30. And that's on Sundays. And they meet at 6 o'clock at evening on Sunday, and then 7 o'clock on Wednesday would be the Lion Tamers. Awesome. Well, if Jesse's listening, I hope he'll uh, give you guys I a try. I he is, too, because it's a great church, uh, Sam. It's, uh, I think uh, Pastor Montoya he preaches the Word of God. He is, uh, he used to be a professor at the uh, Master's Seminary, so Master's College, so he's really well-known, and, and he's very good, and I think Jesse would get a blessing to come oh, praise to the, the Lord. church and, and listen to him, and I and I will be praying for him as well. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for your concern. Thank you for reaching out. appreciate that, man. Okay, Sammy. God bless you, and I love, I love your show. I love your ministry, and continue with that. You're very—you've uh, got a good pray. I, uh, you're, you're a great man of God. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you so much. You're very kind. God bless you. Well, we have a, a request here from Nancy. Nancy wants prayer for, for Debbie. For healing, Stevie, Johnny, Polly, Mitchell, and family, and tomorrow's services. Jeremiah also wants us to pray for Pastor David and Melissa. So, Father, we just pray for Nancy. We pray for Debbie, for Stevie, for Johnny, Lord. We pray for Polly and all the Mitchell family. Lord, we pray for for David and Melissa, I just pray a blessing. I pray your, that you'd open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon them, Lord, till it overflows. Lord, we pray for Debbie that you would heal her totally and completely, Father, that you would do what only you can do, Lord, miraculously, instantaneously, Lord, without explanation, Lord. I pray for a, a miraculous blessing of healing upon Debbie and all those, Lord, everyone, Lord, who's suffering through cancer, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, uh, Brother Sammy. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? 
I'm thankful. Just really been busy in God's kingdom. Praise um, the Lord. Well, how yeah. can we pray for you tonight? Um, I um, I called because um, I was thinking about you, and and uh, I know that God is is blessing you and your family and the ministry. And I'm, I just want to say I'm really thankful for the ministry, and I know that you have helped and have blessed so many other people out there that listen in and call and talk with you. But I just want you to know that you have been a blessing to me also. Thank you. Right? Thank um, you. I wanted to say that, but I also want to to uh, say something to uh, David, if he's listening, that uh, he's not alone. And, and I'm thankful that he called in, uh, because when he called in, like you say, it, it is a d- divine appointment that he did call in, because you are a prayer warrior, and you are anointed to pray for people. And uh, I just want to uh, read a, a few uh Scriptures, if that's okay, real fast. Uh, quickly, if you could just do like a, just and do like one or two. Go ahead. A one or two, and also for for, for Daniel that called in also. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, "I want them to remember to read Psalms fifty-one." Everybody that's listening, okay. It says, "Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face." From my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. And that is what we all need to pray for. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you. God bless. God bless you, Ricky. Thank you. Yes, Psalm 51 does say, Be gracious to me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the greatness of your compassion. Blot out my transgressions. And he does. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. So he does. David, Jesse, God has blotted out your your sin. He has forgotten your transgression because of Jesus Christ, because you've depended on him and you've asked him. Now seek him out for the rest of your life. Seek him out to do all that he desires to do in your life. Amen. Well, God bless you, Uh Vicky for calling and, 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 and just and just reading that scripture and, and wanting to reach out to, to Jesse and to Daniel. I also want to reach out to you uh, as we uh, we're winding down the program to remember that you can listen to us on podcast at kkla.com if you'd like to share this program with somebody or you'd like to catch up on previous programs. It's KKLA and just look for the podcast page and you'll see us there. Also, I wanted to mention... Uh, you know, uh, it seems like tonight uh, it was a night for, for people to call in about getting free from drugs, getting free from addiction. And as men, we want to be free from any type of influence. I just want to encourage the men out there. This the, Later on this month, June 22nd, uh, Frank Sontag will be doing the Kingdom Men's Gathering at uh, Jeff Vine's church over in San Diego. So I want to encourage all the men. <clears throat> to go to uh, Kingdom Men's Kingdom Gathering, or just go to kkla.com and you'll see the link to get your ticket for uh, Kingdom Men's Gathering over in San Dimas with uh, Frank Sontag and the speakers uh, that are going to be there, Jeff Vines and uh, Daryl Strawberry and others, uh, Victor Marks. It's going to be at, uh, on, on a Saturday, and I just encourage all the men to get out there and step up and, and, and just be encouraged and come out and hear what these guys have to say. And It's encouraging, and there's uh, support, there's help. If you need help, if you need support, 
come out to the Kingdom Men's Gathering with Frank Sontag on June 22nd. Go to kkla.com, and you'll see the the, uh, the app for it, the advertisement for it. Uh, another thing is, I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, we do uh, Friday nights, and we're studying the book of Genesis. And I'm just so uh, amazed at what God says in his word. <coughs> it's, uh, I won't say it's hard to believe. The world refuses to believe that the Lord destroyed the earth with a flood. But he did. He did. The Bible tells us that he destroyed the earth with a flood. He saved eight people. He saved Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their three wives. Eight people were saved through the flood. And it says, God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the cattle that were with him on the ark. You know, he remembered Noah. He got Noah through it. He never left Noah. He was always with Noah. He got him through the flood. And it says that, all the way through the flood, he was, I mean, he was there for, he was in the ark for over a year. He was in the ark for uh, 50, 53 weeks, the Bible tells us. He was there taking care of the animals, taking care of what needed to be done on the ark. It says, but something happened <coughs> when when God opened the door to, when, when God allowed the, the ark to, to land on, on Mount Ararat. And the mountains of uh, the, the 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 range, mount, the mountain range of Mount Ararat, the God came, the the ark came to rest on the mountain, and after a while, when the when the waters dried up, when the when the the, the, the ground was dry, God opened the door of the ark, and everyone came out onto dry land, and what was the first thing that Noah did? Did he plant vineyards? Did he plant trees? Did he uh, what, what did he do? What was the first thing that Noah did? Did he have a party? You know, did he celebrate? No. The celebration that Noah had was this. It said, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. The Lord smelled the soothing aroma and the Lord said to himself, I will never again, I will never again curse the ground on account of man. For the intent of man's heart is evil from his youth. And I will never again destroy every living thing as I have done. God, you know, Noah came out of the ark and the first thing he did was to worship. The first thing he did was to bring an offering of sacrifice before the Lord. It says God was pleased with Noah's offerings. And I want you to know, this is what was missing on the earth. This is what was missing on the earth. Worship was missing on the earth. You know, it tells us why God destroyed the earth? Why God destroyed the earth with a flood? Why did God destroy every living creature on the earth? Because in, in, in Genesis 6 it says, Then the Lord saw 
that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. God saw that man's heart was evil. God saw that man had gotten to the place in his life where everything he wanted to do was evil continually. There was no worship on the earth. There was no seeking God on the earth. There was nothing going on on the earth that was pleasing unto the Lord. And God said, I have to destroy man. I have to get rid of man. But and only and only Noah was found to be righteous out of all the thousands, out of all the the hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people that were on the earth at that time. Only one man was found to be righteous. Only man, one man was found to be worthy to to save. God found Noah, and that was it, because all of. All the other men, all the, all the all of humanity at the time at that time on the earth, had strayed from God, and my friends, I think we're there. We're we're getting there again. Think of how far we have strayed from God. Think of how far this country has strayed from God. Think of how far this world has strayed from God. Think of how far the the church has strayed from God. Do you know? I hear of pastors that have to apologize to their to their to their, to their congregations for standing up for what's right, for saying what's, what the Bible says and, and what's right and what's wrong. The, the, the church has become so politically correct, so, so influenced by the world, that pastors can't stand up for what's right and moral and what the Word of God says. How about this? Where's the worship from church? Where's the worship, worship in church from God's people? You come to church and you want to be entertained. People come to church and they want to be entertained. They don't want to worship. Entertainment is the is the is the is the main thing now. You know, is is, is the, does does the does the, the 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 choir move me? Does the does the does the music move me? What about you? Are you moving the heart of God with your worship? It says that Noah altered. Noah built an altar. And he worshipped on that altar. He gave sacrifices on that altar. And God was pleased with the aroma from that altar. Have you built an altar? Do we build altars? Where's your altar? Your altar is in your bedroom or in your closet, your prayer closet. You build an altar when you spend time in a certain particular place and you worship and you seek the Lord. Your altar is when you come to church, not seeing, not seeking the choir, not seeking the pastor, but seeking the Lord. When you come to church with an offering, with an offering of worship, when you come to, to, to church to give and not to, 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 to receive. Yes, you receive, but it's because you came to church to give, to give an offering unto the Lord. You came to church to worship. You came to church to hear God's word, to allow God's word to move in your life. You know, the first thing that that uh, Noah did when he came off of the ark was to worship. And I really believe that that's what was missing on the earth. Worship was missing from the earth. Man had forgotten about God. Man had turned from the Lord. You know, <clears throat> earlier in the in the scriptures, we see the descendants of of, of, of Adam. And it says he had many sons and daughters, and it says it mentions Seth and Seth's descendants. And it said that they began to call upon the name of the Lord. They were worshiping. They were seeking God in prayer. 
This was the righteousness of, uh, this was the, the righteous line of Seth. And we saw men seeking God. But somewhere after that, it, things stopped. After that, something, something got messed up. But God is calling us back to his presence. God is calling you back to his presence. God is saying, come worship me. Come and give sacrifices of worship to me in prayer, in song, in your tithes. You know, we had a question about tithes tonight. Yeah, we worship God with everything we have, with our heart, you know, with our heart, with our soul, with our strength, with our power, with our decision-making. Do you honor God with your decisions? Do you honor God with what you choose? Do you honor God in what you choose to watch on TV or in the movies? Do you choose? Do you honor God in choosing what you're reading? What are you reading? Are you reading secular novels or are you seeking the Word of God? Are you in the Bible? Are you reading Christian literature? Are you out in the world or are you in the church? What are you doing? God is calling you back to worship. You know, in Revelation it tells us that he had this against the church. You have forgotten about your first love. You left your first love. Come back, repent, and come back and do the things that you were doing. God is telling you tonight. He's telling all of us tonight. Come back and do the things you were doing. Come back and worship me. Come back to the God who loves you. Come back to the God who sacrificed his son for you. Come back. Come back to worship You know, it's not about lowering the lights in church. It's not about setting the mood. It's about setting your heart, opening your heart to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you, let's get back to worship. One way is to come out and worship with us on, on Friday nights. Another way is to be in church, be in your church. Be in a church on Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoons, whenever your church gets together. But when you come to church... Come to church to worship. Come to church to seek God, to meet up with the Lord, to build that altar. Be in church and open your heart for worship. Seek the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in our worship. Well, as you can hear in the uh, the background, the noise, the, the 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 music is playing. The noise, the music is playing in the background, and we're out of time for tonight's edition of the Egyptian Christian Hour. Hope you enjoyed the program. Hope you'll come out and join us on, on Friday nights at 8 o'clock and then be back here at midnight on Saturday nights, Sunday mornings. We'll be here, God willing. God bless you and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.